You are listening to the South Tacoma Assembly of God Sunday Morning Service Podcast. We pray that the Word of God in this message will cause you to grow and that you will be strengthened as you walk out the unique purpose that God has placed inside of you. Now listen, this week has been a very interesting week, but it's been a very good week. I'm finding more and more when I say I'm going through something, it just represents a closer relationship with God. I don't know about you, but when I'm going through something, I want it over. That's some of you. I say when I'm going through something, I want it over. I want it done with. And when when it doesn't go quite in the direction according to time frames, then I really start to tapping into God. Are you with me? In other words, my prayers increase. Amen? My time with people decrease, but my time in prayer increase because, watch this, if I don't, then you might not get all of me as you would if I wasn't going through. Does that make sense? In other words, sometimes what we have to recognize is there's times when God wants us to um, pull back and embrace because if, 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 if things are the way they are now, if things don't get better, then it could get worse, not in that God's not going to provide, but what you represent in someone else's life. In other words, you don't live for you. You live because of you, and you help others in the life that you lead. Are you with me? Somebody's relying on you whether you like it or not. Somebody's looking for what you have because they lack it or because it's their encouragement. Are you with me? And therefore, there's things that we need to really capture as a result of what God is saying, but there's things that we need to capture because of what we're saying to each other. Sometimes we we learn so much about God from what we see in the person that's right next to us. Are you with me? And I keep saying that because one of, the, one of the biggest things that God has shown me, he says, a lot of people want to talk to me, but they can't see me because they're looking for me in the wrong places. In other words, I, 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 I love my wife because she's a walking Bible, and she's also a walking dictionary, and she's also a grammar teacher. So when my diction is not right, when my... My, my, my was and were and all that is not, she, she's, right away she says, George, you've been hanging around somebody. But I'm looking for what God will do with those type of things in my life, with those type of people in my life. Are you with me? In other words, there are people in your life that's supposed to be there. Amen. My fears, if it's those that are not, that's supposed to be, I'm responsible for keeping them away. Are you with me? In other words, there's things that we need to do that really look like what God wants. And then there's things that <laughs> look like what we want. And I'm telling you, you, there's no difference when it comes down to how you see God. He wants you to see the things that you have and the things that you have. Are you all with me? Now, I, that was just a commercial, so clap your hands. And that's not what I'm talking about today. I just thought I had to put that out. So I'm doing what I was, I'm being obedient. 
I want to talk to you about faith and fear. Amen? Faith and fear. Now, God has provided one, and he's instructed us on the other. Are you with me? Both fear and faith lies in the supernatural or the unseen realm. Are you with me? However, when initiated, they activate a manifestation of whatever the integrity lies. In other words, you have to look at what you initiate, whether it's fear or whether it's faith, what you are going to receive as a resolve. Are oh, you with me? Now, when you're looking at it from that standpoint, in life there is faith factors, and in life there is fear factors or circumstances surrounding facts. Amen? Or influence. Say influence here. Yeah. Influence that contribute to a result or an outcome according to what you have initiated. Are you with me? Because the principle speaks volume. What you sow, you are going to harvest. Amen? So you have to understand that there are things in your life that your mind, say my mind, has got a hold to that your brain has nothing to do with. Okay. Are you with me? Hello? Now, listen, you have to know the importance that the Bible speaks of fear and faith. Now, think about this. While, while I'm teaching or, 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 or conveying the, today, I want you to understand that faith fights. Are you with me? Hello? Fear frustrates. As a matter of fact, sometimes we become toxic as a result of our frustration being done through fear. Are you with me? Have you ever been fearful in such a way that it caused you to do something stupid? Are you with me? What has happened is you have become so frustrated with fear that you can't get rid of it. That Watch this. You take it out on somebody or something. Okay. Oh, you're with me. Listen to me. How many of you have ever walked, walked up to somebody that's intimidating and say, I'm going to knock you out? Amen? That's you overcoming fear because you are tired of it. Amen? Because most people that are intimidated, you stay away from. Amen? Or you talk from a distance. Amen? And you push your chest out and you talk from a distance. In the, in, the, in the hopes that they were <laughs> cower, amen? But for the most part, all you did was stir up something because if they intimidate and watch this, they get crazy. Amen? You don't want an angry, intimidated person because you don't know what you're going to get. Okay. Are y'all with me? Say, fear is not my portion. But faith is. And let me show you in the scripture, because I want to give you not what, what faith is, but I want to give you a description of faith. The scripture of faith is in Hebrews 11, verse 1. It says, now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Amen? Now, when you, when you look at it from that perspective, I like to say that faith is a believer's substance that creates a manifestation of evidence to things not seen. Amen? That's my version. You see, faith perceives 
on our behalf, while fear obscure our vision. Amen? You see, one will actually see on your behalf, and the other will cause an obscuration or cause you cause the lack or the lack the ability to actually see. Listen, I don't know about you, but I like seeing. When the lights come out, I'm not happy. Are you with me? Because I want to see. But sometimes the light goes out, and you have to go by what you have seen. Amen? I mean, have you ever got up with a quickness, amen, to go to the bathroom and the lights are not where they used to be? No, the lights are always going to be there unless you change. You just are misoriented on what side of the bed you're Okay. Are you with me? So sometimes you have to get your orientation in order to have the same effect as normal when you haven't seen, but yet you know. Now, I'm going to say that in another way, but I want you to know that sometimes you have to pay attention to where you've been in order to see where you're going when the lights go out. Are you all with me? In other words, sometimes we travel. Now, my wife always says to me, she says, if I'm in the passenger seat, don't expect you to be keen on where we're going. But if I'm driving... I have a little more opportunity to remember because I'm in charge and I'm driving. Are you with me? That shouldn't be. Because in the military, you are the driver and you have a co-pilot that is the navigator. They have the flag. You, I mean, they have the map. You're not sitting there driving with a map. <laughs> are you with me? So you got to pay attention to where we're going. Amen? Unless you have a photographic memory. Amen? But I think we all, to some degree, have a photo, some photograph of memory or something in our <laughs> retrovar that speaks volume of where we've been. Amen? Because a lot of times we say, well, this looks familiar. No, that doesn't look familiar. Why? Because, listen to me, we all have a, <laughs> a part of our brain that absorbs. Amen? Listen, God is a provider. I said, God is a provider. I said, God is a provider. And sometimes God provides what we need, but he gives us the opportunity to expound on it or to expand. Are you with me? God is a giver because God is a provider. Now, one of the things that we need to recognize is faith didn't come. It was given. Now, the Scripture says that without faith, it's impossible to please God. Therefore, we have to understand something. God has to give us what he wants in return. God can't ask for something that he hasn't already provided for. Amen? His provision provides us with opportunity to give back to him. Amen? But God is not wanting some things in a direct manner. He wants things in an indirect manner. Are you with me? See, God provides us grace. Therefore, we need to give back to God grace through the person that's next to you. Amen? In other words, God's grace now becomes the grace that you are provided so you can give someone else grace and not justice. Or not judgment, I mean. We always want justice, right? <laughs> but judgment. So in other words, there's things that I want you to recognize that it's your portion because God said you're going to use this. 
And anytime you understand what God's relationship is like with you, then you will understand what your relationship should be like with each other. And it's important that we recognize that God is the provider of faith. In Romans 12, verse 3, it says, For I say, though the grace given to me, to everyone who is among you, not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think, but to think soberly as God has dealt each one a measure of faith. Amen. Now watch this. You have to recognize that there is something that is happening here that helped me, and it should help you to understand that Paul here is speaking to the church at Rome, and he says, grace was provided to me. And so I'm, I'm coming out of grace. I'm speaking out of grace to bring understanding. So don't get mad at me because sometimes people don't like constructive criticism. He said, don't get mad at me, but I want to use out of, out of the grace that God has provided to understand that everyone who is among you not to think of yourself more highly than you ought to think. In other words, don't be a know-it-all. Don't be this, this and that when, oh, listen to me, all you is some dooted up dirt that's trying to make it to heaven. No, just kidding. Just kidding. That's just, that's my version. Amen? But to think soberly, amen? To think soberly as God has dealt to each one a measure of faith. In other words, we have a measure of faith. So when you have a measure of something, that means the measure can go down or up, but you will always have a measure. Amen? What God wants us to do in the relationship is he wants that measure to increase because he's provided. Are you with me? He's provided. So I want us to go back to, to, to faith again and understand something. When God says, now faith is, what he's saying is that we have substance. Are you with me? We have something to hold on to called hope. Amen? And that hope, if it stays in its place, it will create an evidence. Amen? Of something that you can't see now, but if you have faith, you initiate. You initiate something that you want to see, and you stick with it until it manifests. Are y'all with me? In other words, sometimes, I, I, I don't know about you, sometimes I, I think about fried chicken. And when I'm thinking about fried chicken, I, at the end of the thought, I think about my wife, who says, it's not good for you. Are you with me? So sometimes I'm wishing that it would come and not be unhealthy. Are y'all with me? In other words, I, I, I want somebody to come up with some fried chicken that... <laughs> Amen? So watch this. Watch this. Mike went out and bought me an air fryer. Amen? You sprayed a little oil on it, season that boy. Amen? Because fried chicken is all about oil. You're not eating the chicken. You're tasting that oil. Oh, see, some of y'all done got hungry on me, so let me finish. <laughs> let me, let me somebody, so, 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 I'm sitting up here being an advertisement. <laughs> so, don't, be, don't start to sing the jingle, then we're going to really be in trouble. <laughs> no, let's go, let's move right. 
<laughs> Let's move right along. We need to talk about <laughs> something different, amen, or I will get in trouble, amen? So when we measure faith, we have to understand it's according to how we initiate what we don't understand in some cases, but we know that there's a resolve when we exercise it. Are you with me? In other words, sometimes you have to do it even when it's not there. Sometimes we have to do it because it's there, but I, I tell you, the, the, the benefits of doing it when it's not there, oh, my goodness, it far cries. Because watch this. Now you increase in your faith because it happened once. Listen, I thank God I serve a God as a risen Savior. Amen. He's not dead. He's yet alive. Amen. And my thought is because he has his, his risen, and my goodness, I can go through the same process, amen, because it's my promise, amen? Oh, come on, clap your hands unto the Lord, my goodness. Oh, we're doing real good on time. I got another hour and a half, so watch this now. You have to hear me. Not only is he a provider of faith, but he actually provides us with tools to combat fear. In 2 Timothy 1, Verse 7, it says, For God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of power, of love, and of a sound mind. Amen? Power, love, and a what? So in other words, we have to understand something. Because fear is of the unseen. You and I have to embrace it in order for it to have power. Fear has no authority until you give it or label it as authority. Are you with me? But watch this. Fear can be overthrown. Faith can't. Are you with me? I said fear can be overthrown, but faith can't. Can't. It takes fear. Watch this. It takes fear to recognize faith. But you will never recognize fear through faith. If you have faith, you don't need anything to do with fear. But if you have fear, you need faith. Okay. Are you with me? And sometimes fear has gripped us because there's no faith. If you have faith, you don't have to be concerned with fear. Because faith will keep you strong. Are you with me? It's almost like I don't have to worry about doing something wrong when I'm always doing what's right. Are you with me? Unless I lose my, my way. Amen? Listen, power. Say power. power. The Bible says in, in, in Ecclesiastes, in, no, in Ephesians 6, 10, it says, Finally, my brother, be strong in the Lord and in the what? Power of his mind. Are you with me? In other words, when we look at the fact that God, God knew fear was going to be something we are confronted with. He knew fear was going to be in the midst of our lives. Or he wouldn't say, I didn't give it to you. Are you with me? But because it is, I'm going to give you some tools to deal with it. Amen? So we look at love. How many love? How many understand love? How many know love is not looking for something in return? Love just goes out and does what it does. Are you with me? When we really, really get goofed up with love, is we're looking for love back. Amen? Then you really set yourself up. Amen. 
If I love you, you love me back, okay? Amen. Hello? Especially with some folks goofed up. Um, amen. Some folks, <laughs> some folks will knock you out. That's their form of love <laughs> because that's what they've been taught. Amen? But if a God love just loves back. God, listen to me. It's amazing how God still puts up with us. When we do some of the stupidest, some of the, oh. But he loves because he is love. And the Bible says he loves us while we were yet sinners. Amen? His, oh, my goodness. His love. So watch this. Why don't we do the same thing to one another? Okay. Amen? You see, when we think about the love of God, we have to think about the power. Amen? Say power. Come on, say it like you mean. I'm almost done. Oh, clap your hands unto the Lord. Think about this. Every time we have opportunity to be quiet before the Lord, we watch TV. You know why? Sometimes we're afraid of what God's going to ask us to do. <laughs> so if I don't engage, then I'm safe. Until somebody walks up to you and says, God says, and you go, nobody asked you. Amen? I mean, how many times somebody go, go to prophesy, they go to tell you all the goodness of the Lord, and you're saying, I didn't ask you that. I don't want to be responsible for that. I just soon read it for myself because you don't read your Bible. It's okay. Are y'all with me? But listen to me. God wants you to be in the know because being in the know, it actually helps you or it tools you to combat the things that the enemy knows that brings fear to your life. And believe me, the enemy knows what brings fear to your life because we demonstrate it every time it does. Are you with me? Hello? The enemy doesn't know when your heart beats in fear. It's your action. Amen? Hello? Watch this. You can, you, you, you can really, you can be afraid but look good at the same time. Okay. Amen? You can be afraid and look like you know what you're doing. Amen? You, didn't, you haven't shown your cards. Amen? Hello? So sometimes the fear that grips you is actually educating you on what the enemy knows. Amen? Hello? Watch this. Sometimes we're trying to do things out of fear. Watch this. And we don't get any help because no one knows we're fearful. Okay. Are you with me? You go, oh, I was afraid. They said, Really? You didn't look it. You did really well for being fearful. Amen? And then there's those other times where it just all falls apart, and, and, and they think you got it all together. That's why you got to be careful of what cre credit you give some folks because it could backfire on it. Hey, you think you got somebody strong right next to you, and y'all just trotting down, and all of a sudden trouble comes, and where are you? You know, I've never done well with that. Well, you didn't tell me. <laughs> yeah, I thought you were with me. <laughs> yeah, I thought you were my battle buddy. 
<laughs> and you're my running buddy. <laughs> Are you with me? You see, when you look at the power and authority that God has given us, God hasn't given us a spirit of fear. Amen? But the power of a sound mind, in other words, of courage and a resolution that we are, look, look, I mean, let me, let me say this. There are things that I have in my own life, thank God, that fear came upon me. You don't, you don't make a habit of thanking God for fear. But I can tell you this, there's times when I was so thankful for fear because let me tell you something, had I kept that path, I'd have been dead. So fear changed the course. Not because I wanted to be fearful, but because I wanted to do what was right but didn't know how to get there. So sometimes fear would jack, jack you up and put you in the proper place, not because of anything more than it was so devastating that it actually created a turn. About faith. Are you with me? Say sound mind. Come on, say sound mind. You see, think about this. The Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit is the author, amen, of our faith. Amen? He's not the author of timidity. Amen? Hello? Now, you have to know that there's things that are going to come to you and things that are going to try to overtake you. But if you exercise the promises of God, and there's a promise for anything that you're going to come in contact with, if you exercise the promise, it's going to always turn the thing around. Are you with me? Listen to me. How many know we're not cowards? <laughs> Some of y'all say, well, <laughs> I've been there a few times faster. <laughs> Just because you've been there doesn't mean that's what you are. Amen? Just because it happened, that doesn't mean that's who you are. Are y'all with me? I've been afraid. I've been a coward from time to time, but I thank God that I overcame it. Amen? Especially when you got children. They'll call you a coward. <laughs> you're scared, Dad. <laughs> Who asked you? Who, you're, <laughs> I thought you were bigger than that, Dad. <laughs> Watch this. I'm still a little adult here. Listen to me. In closing, I want us to understand that we bear afflictions. And when we do it well... We have strength and power from God that enables us to bear anything that we could ever encounter or go through. You know why? Because the scripture said we have a high priest that at all points attempted, but we're without sin. Amen. We have an example for any and everything that we would ever go through, God's already. He said, that's why he says in, in, in John 16, 33, he said, in me you have peace. In this world you have tribulation, but be of good cheer, for I have overcome. Oh, are y'all with me? I have overcome. I was going to read Joshua, but I'm going to stay, stay away from it, or we'll be here for another hour and a half. So, but Joshua, after Moses died. God went to him. 
And the way God approached Joshua, he wanted to nullify. He wanted to remove all fears. He said, my servant Moses is done, but I want you to pick up the mantle. And he said, I want you to understand something. Everything that you are going to gain in the land of milk and honey, I want you to, to divide it because you are divide and conquer. Isn't it amazing how God does things? He took the Canaanites who had built up the land and said, all right, Jericho wall fall down before went in and possessed something that was already worked. Amen? So the children of Israel sold where they didn't. Think about this. No, they harvest where they didn't sow because of the God we serve. Let me say this. Faith will garnish or faith will cause you to harvest where you haven't sowed. He told Joshua, be of good cheer. Be not afraid. Are you with me? Why? Because I'm with you. I'll never leave you nor forsake you. Let me say this. God has given you a promise, your individual promise as well as your collective, because sometimes the promises of God helps us pair. Say pair. Come on, say pair. In other words, the Scripture says two are better than one because we have a greater reward for our labors. Amen? In other words, sometimes God has given you the ability to conquer on your own, but he loves it when you can conquer with, oh, my goodness, the person that's next to you. Why? One will put 1,000 in a fight, two will put 10,000 in a fight. Let me tell you something. In this time where the world is really fearful, know who you are. You're here sitting in church today because you know who you are. Are you with me? It doesn't, it, it doesn't say that you don't have concerns. Amen? It just says you have overcome the concern and you're here because you know what God has said about you and your life. Are you with me? Let God be God in your life. And allow him to embrace, oh my goodness, you with those things that he has provided. And watch this, you'll never lack for anything according to the will of God. Are you with me? Oh, clap your hands unto the Lord. Thank you for joining us. If you would like to find out more information about our church, give online, or just stay connected throughout the week, visit us on the web by clicking the link in the description. We look forward to being with you next week.